Welcome to Parenting with Sisu, the podcast with an international perspective on family life in Finland. Welcome to the second part of our episode about giving birth in Finland. You will hear all about what happens during childbirth, and if Finnish hospitals will welcome you with open arms. So, where do you give birth? Uh, in Finland, there's actually no private hospitals for childbirth, only public, mm-hmm. and uh, no pre-assigned place. So you actually call the hospital of your preferred choice when you feel like it's time to go to the hospital, and they will let you know if they have space or if you will have to call another hospital nearby. Like mm-hmm. in my case, like in my best case, yes. Yeah. That was a surprise. Like I uh, actually did this on purpose. We left and we were halfway uh, to the hospital already when we called because I really wanted to go there and I didn't want them to turn me down when calling. You know, before ha- leaving. Uh, and, yeah, and uh, I mean, it wasn't uh, since it was halfway. We could still turn to Helsinki. Why it was uh, it was a bit uh, funny that they said that if I want a midwife, uh, we should really turn around and go to Helsinki, because it was super busy. It was also in Helsinki super busy. We had to wait quite a while for uh, a midwife to be able to uh, check me. Yeah, it was a really busy night. But that that's that's interesting that they actually make the choice for you uh, where you can go, and also basically when to go. Like, when to go? Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. true. It's true. It's also a really good question, kind of like when it is the time to go to hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I called I think three times during the day, and they were like, "Were well, you not having contractions?" And I'm like, "No, I guess not. I don't know." <laughs> They're like, "Well, you can wait. You can wait." And you'll um, know. <laughs> you'll know. But it turned out I was having contractions all day. I just didn't mm-hmm. realize it. Mm-hmm. So. But they tell you uh, that you need to go to the hospital if your contractions are like less than 10 minutes apart mm. and last for one minute mm. in a row. Oh, wow. I never never had that. Mine, mine started immediately like three minutes apart and one and too. a half hours long, uh, one and a half minutes long. Um, for me too yeah but, but i still i stalled it was with the second one i remember and with that one i just stalled i was like i'm not gonna go to the hospital no, before i, I really off. feel no. like because i already knew like we mentioned before you kind of already know that's so funny i hated this when people told me that you will know when it's time you know but, but you do, uh, honestly yeah. yes now when if someone would ask me you i would an- i would answer exactly the same way that if you're still wondering if you should go or not then Don't it's go. not time yet yeah, yeah. Really? yes <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah. No, like I mean, I knew, I noticed both times like rather, I mean it was so fast that I noticed it rather late, and uh, both times I arrived to the hospital and the baby was almost there. But uh, yeah, there there is the, for me there was both times this point where I thought that okay I can't handle this anymore, like I really have to go to the hospital. I don't want to do this, um, and yeah, that was like the latest point since I've done it only once I thought at that time when we were going to the hospital that I can't handle this anymore this is so sad (laughs) but then uh, I gave birth 14 hours later and during those 14 hours it got a lot worse (laughs) no no, I can't I still can't laugh at it I'm laughing right now (laughs) but if we get back to kind of uh, how to get to the hospital actually if you don't have a car yep so Rambia mentioned that in Germany cabs actually don't take women in labor but in Finland they do yes actually there is a Kela taxi 
the number didn't work when we called there. Uh, but there is a, like a taxi number that you're supposed to call when you're um, you want to be taken to the hospital for giving birth. I did not know. I didn't know that. No. no, it's called Kela taxi, Seriously? and they pay, so you don't uh, you don't actually Kela no pays way. for the way to no the hospital. Way. <laughs> oh my God, okay. Actually, they we pay also. We, we uh, yeah, we we then took a normal taxi because the number somehow didn't work. Yeah, I could try try it twice, and it was I knew I didn't have any much, uh, really much time, um, and yeah, then we took the normal taxi, but also those bills you can hand in to Kela afterwards, and they we pay did. the way to the hospital. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I walked to, to the hospital because we lived around <laughs> oh, the corner from okay. the hospital, so I walked. So now oh. I'm actually stressed out about this when we haven't planned the third one in future. How am I going to get to the hospital? Well, either <laughs> your, your partner time. drives you or the Kela yes, taxi. Yes, of course we can drive, yes. Yeah. But the Kela taxi is actually really yeah. cool. I did yeah. call this. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. So you don't need to call the ambulance and actually it's not uh, advised to call the ambulance because that is not call, covered. Send, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to send you an ambulance. <laughs> Oh, yeah. also in Finland, it is advised that if your water breaks, then you go to the hospital right Straight away. away yes. Nope, not. If the what? if what? the baby is in the right position and the head is down, uh, like locked in the pelvis, then you don't need to go to the hospital when the when the but water breaks. The baby is locked in the pelvis. Well, you have the you have the um, checkup before. Uh, was it thirty eight weeks? Thirty nine yeah, weeks. happens before? Oh my god. Well, if it happens before, then but of course you, you have to go right away. Yeah, but I think you anyway the... just call the hospital. Because yeah. then you can say, okay, the water broke and then this and this happens. They will, yes, then they will they tell will you if you have to go. What, not, but you don't have to go immediately in if if the baby is, is head and down. Unless the, because and unless there is the, 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 the water is green. Yeah. If the water is green, you have yeah, to go straight away. Yeah, then you have away. to go straight away. Yeah. But also, like I read that um, if it happens in the evening, you can go to bed and come in the morning. Mm. But if it happens during the day, my understanding was that you would have to go straight to the hospital. Okay. But I guess no. not. No, you don't. And it uh, it's advised that the baby would come within 24 hours from the water mm -hmm. breaking because of the risk of infection. infection yeah. And of course, if you don't know or you know that the baby is not head down or not 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 properly uh, adjusted yet, then uh, when the water breaks, there's the risk of the baby. Uh, big you all cord. cord yes that one <laughs> cord to be around uh the uh, the head of the baby and then uh that would make you need to go uh immediately but if everything is fine it happens uh towards the end of the pregnancy and you had the checkup in Neuvala. like for me both times the water broke and with the first one i was still at home for four hours i think or even more before we went to the hospital Mm. But I think it also depends on your history because for mm. me, for example, with the second one, as soon as the water broke, like he he was born like after an hour. Yeah, so. with the second with the second one, we left yeah, immediately so. after the water broke. Uh, I didn't even have proper contractions yet, but uh, yeah, we arrived mm. to the hospital and half an hour later he was born. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, uh, get, to get back to actually what happens in Finland and what happens at the hospital once you arrive, however you arrive, so you go through registering, you bring your ID. And the the, the Kela Kela card, card and also the card that you have this Neovala kind of a booklet where mm -hmm. they have your your data in there, and uh, and the birth plan, 
and uh, then you go to the examination room for a CTG, depending, of course, what your stage of uh, like birth is at that moment. If you're no, already... they do the even when you have pushing contractions, they no, do no, no, the no, no, examination. They didn't. I know from Sarah, our our holiday special uh, guest. I know from her that she went straight away into the room and she gave birth straight away. Oh, that really? Want... I had to go through yeah. 20 minutes CTG oh with oh. pushing contractions. That's and a, crazy. A um, uh, student telling me that, don't push, don't push, don't push. And I was like, oh my God, did you have a baby before? I'm not doing anything and my body is doing it on its own. So probably depends. <laughs> it it was horrible. Yeah. And then they asked me... Um, well, do you want to walk to the fifth floor? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you like, want me to keep her in the <laughs> elevator, yes, please. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it was hilarious. But yeah, the registration was great, and you have to answer some kind of questions, like for how long you had uh, contractions, if your water yeah. broke, and this kind of yeah. things. If you arrive to the registering uh, with pushing contractions, that's not fun at all. I, I was just hanging on the chairs saying, it's pushing already. Like, can I please go get bir give birth? <laughs> But no, I still had to answer the questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, kept, they kept me for seven hours in that room because I apparently wasn't open enough. But it was that was one of those mistakes that I mentioned that they did. And uh, yeah, for seven hours, I, I wasn't given any pain alleviation except basically all those unnatural ways breathing which you um, didn't learn they can give you like these shots that are kind of like i i got mm -hmm. one or shot, like that, yeah but like i very... got it right when i got there right yeah. and it lasted for like half an hour and then it went away and so there's still six and a half hours oh and goodness. if i would have known that my contractions would just get worse and worse <laughs> and worse i couldn't imagine to be honest i just couldn't have imagined that they would have been that much worse <laughs> i would have asked that pain medication to be given to me like a lot later yeah that's so. probably also something again that you have to ask uh and request a little but like, that's actually uh, one thing that we we uh, didn't talk about yet is the birth plan yeah. so all these things mm. like some of these things can also be included in the birth plan you get this paper from neovala uh it can be written also in english or in yeah and um you can write down kind of like step by step what you want and what you do not want mm. kind of during mm. the birth because mm. there's a lot of options not just medication wise but also other things yeah uh, that for example if you're getting induced if you, what kind of inducing methods you want or don't want mm. and so on so it's it's really like good because you, you yeah. can yeah you can or like if you want to give birth in water yes yeah, in yeah. a water tub or yeah. if you want to try out different uh, positions or yeah. specific or say like you don't or... want any pain medication at all yes, or yeah. that you want everything or yes exactly like so stuff, you can yeah. you can really write down all your wishes and for me when we get got there and once we were in the birth room so they take this paper at registration once we got into the birth room we went through this list really quickly and she she was inputting actually these things into the computer um so that they know at some point mm -hmm. okay you want or do not want the epidural for example that they can prepare things and yeah, so on so i think same. Yeah, yeah i think that's a really important part of giving yeah. birth in finland that uh, even though it's on the public side and you can't choose a lot of things but you can choose what happens or doesn't happen to you yeah so um should we go just a little bit like through those um pain alleviation methods <laughs> the best <Yeah>. thing there <laughs> is <laughs> no if we just go uh, we just start from the mildest ones you know um that you do um like rocking chair 
um then the birthing birthing ball birthing ball i yeah. used the birthing ball i did too you jumped, one. jumped on it or yeah, yeah i jumped on it and then my water broke no. oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> how about the warm baths that's i never took i took a shower at yeah. home still it was horrible i was already like, ready it to... seriously didn't help me i think i was in so much pain and mm. then because i was in that room where they didn't have like this gas or whatever that she tells me go go into the shower it's gonna help you i'm like no this isn't helping <laughs> anyway i did everything birth, in the first birth uh it what helped me was this um uh, these thermal bags or what are they called the huh, ones i have oh yeah. With water. yeah that helped immensely i can remember that my partner was holding it on my back during mm. the contraction it helped enormously i had the me. corn mm. pillow with the second one i actually went with the warm corn pillow to the hospital mm. that was great yeah intense machine mm. that actually yeah. helped at yes. least in the yeah. beginning yeah. didn't help really at the end but it didn't in the work beginning, for me really at all for, <laughs> me, for me it was the only pain alleviation i had before i took the epidural which was like an hour before i gave birth both times mm. so i took the i had the tents and <laughs> the first time i didn't really know how to use it properly so i was putting it on the highest level oh. and the next day after giving birth like i had such a horrible back pain that i first thought it's from the epidural and i mm. called the anesthesiologist and he came to look at it and i was worried it's maybe infected the puncture mm. uh. point or so he was like no this is all fine and and then he was like, maybe you use the tense machine too much. And I was like, yeah, that could be. So if you yeah. use the tense machine, yeah. don't put it all the way up all the time because your back muscles will not enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe to uh, to clear this, the, the tense unit, uh, it's it's like electroshocks um, that you get, get to your back. Like it's little pads that you uh, attach to your back and then the machine you can uh, put up to uh, different uh, strength and it shoots little uh, electric shots to your to your back muscles and um, not sure exactly how it works but at least you have then the pain from the electroshocks. Yeah, yes. Well it works yeah. probably, it this, it probably works yeah. the same way as those water injections yeah. that you can put mm -hmm. under your skin mm -hmm. so it hurts so much that it's supposed to psychologically <laughs> distract, distract you from you. the pain mm -hmm. of the contractions so mm -hmm. it works in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't back, do that though. If you have back contractions maybe it helps from the point of view that it's a yeah. little bit of a massage yeah, to it. Maybe because, the muscle, yeah. the tension, it can be. For me, it didn't work at all. I, yeah. I actually rented it from, from a doula uh, the first time I was, I was giving birth. You can also uh, rent it from the hospital. And usually the rental period is for four weeks. Uh, so like two weeks before your due date, uh, you would typically rent it and then uh, give it back a bit after, after birth. Um, and yeah, for me, it didn't work at all like i i tried it but it just g gave me pain uh and it, mm. it it didn't help but yeah i heard from from several people that did they, they you use a gua sha calm what is a gua sha actually, <laughs> actually only in my in my doula co course i actually tried yeah. it out and uh, that's quite nice it's like a yeah. a bit like a, a comp that uh you get your back rubbed and actually it looks uh, a little bit horrible afterwards because the whole back is really red and mm. it, it helps the blood circulation in the back and it's a little mm. bit of a massage your, your partner would have to do it yeah. you can't do yeah. it yourself but or yeah, your doula. Like, yeah, or yeah. Your doula. <laughs> yeah but it's uh it, it, 
I don't know, I don't remember anymore if it was helpful or not, but at least I thought it was pretty great that all of those things are available, yeah. you know, at the mm-hmm. hospital. Because they're all a little bit of these homeopathic or alternative. Mm-hmm. Uh, alternative yeah, same sure. as acupuncture. You said you used acupuncture. I used acupuncture, yeah, but uh, later on, after the babies were born, and uh, oh, okay. I had, like I previously said, I had the issue that the placentas weren't going out. Mm-hmm. So the first time I did not get the acupuncture, uh, but then the second time around, uh, when it was again happening and I didn't want to go to this um, process of me being taken away from the baby and having the placenta manually removed, mm. uh, what happened first time around and they came in, then second time around they asked, how oh, do you want acupuncture? And I was like, do to me whatever, <laughs> just so the placenta comes yeah. out. And it actually helped. As soon as I got the acupuncture, it, it came out straight really? away. Yeah. Well, I did use acupuncture as well as as supposedly like pain alleviation, <laughs> but it really didn't help at that time. I was yeah. in so much pain. Um, and another thing that you have in the delivery room is aerial yoga silks. I have not seen. Yeah, what is you can that? use. Yeah, you can basically <laughs> use them to just like. Hang on oh, them. Yeah, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, yes, those, those. I, I really wanted to use them. I never had time, yeah. like in neither birth. But actually, talking about yoga, we were talking about the breathing, and you made a bit fun of it. <laughs> but uh, that's also one really good way, um, at least in the start, and and actually also also in the in the end, um, the breathing technique that uh, helps you to manage the pain. If you, uh, for example, from yoga and and Pilates, if you're Mm. used to this breathing technique already, it helps you a lot to to keep calm. And um, well, your body obviously needs oxygen during uh, the whole process. So if you're if you manage to breathe uh, properly and and have your body uh, properly. uh, relaxed, yeah, 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 and uh, filled with oxygen, it helps the whole yeah, I, I pain. Yeah, I totally agree, but I, uh, for me, it was more than enough when she told me there, okay, just mm. breathe like this, mm. and it yeah. it was very easy kind of to do, that's yeah. that's the only mm. thing I was thinking of. So but what about, about the... We <laughs> 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 were both saying that. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Katya. <laughs> no, what about the actual meds? The actual, the good stuff. <laughs> the good stuff, yeah. The real stuff. Well, the, I have to say, one of them uh, is the nitrous oxide, so the laughing gas. Uh, I took it with my first birth and I absolutely hated it. Yeah. I hated it. It made me feel like I was super, super drunk. Yeah. Like I was laying there, I can remember that on the on the birthing bed and I had to get up into a seating position to get the epidural and I didn't know where I was up. I was so <laughs> drunk kind of from yeah. the gas that I didn't know what was up. I didn't, I could hear the voices, but I was totally in a, such a drugged state, really yeah. like really yeah. drugged. How many times did you breathe this? I don't know how many times I used it for a while, but not even that long, no. but I, I really didn't like it. And then in the second birth, I didn't want to use it. And I used it just for a few seconds before the epidural like mm. kicked in and I hated it instantly. I straight yeah. away got this feeling again. This yeah. For me, yeah. it wasn't dizziness. For uh-huh. me, it was just as if I don't know, drank a bottle of vodka or so yeah. I was there like in some, I don't know. It was, it was re- really horrible for me, yeah, but then like for, for some other me, people it helps. No, yeah. for, but for me, for me as well, I, I got to the birthing room and actually, well, I couldn't know this before, but it was 10 minutes before the baby was born and they offered it to me. I took one breath and I felt so mm. dizzy. I, my, my blood pressure completely dropped and I had to go to the floor and all fours because uh, I would have otherwise fainted. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't my thing either. 
no, no for no. me neither i i don't think it helped me by the time i got the laughing gas i was already seven hours in major pain that <laughs> i was kind of thinking like nothing nothing, nothing helps work. me yeah. and so only by the time i got uh, epidural that's when i finally could i don't know breathe again <laughs> like think again or anything but i have a friend who who actually all three times i think uh took it and she was super happy about it and her her husband uh, usually they're not supposed to take it but uh he also took, uh, oh, took a friend and, like Mark. they were they were laughing together really? and like joking around there and like being super my partner um, took it as well. I can remember it was during the first birth, and he was like, "Oh, let me try a bit. Let me try a bit." And I was there, like, "Oh my god! Like, come on, it's mine!" <laughs> but I can remember him yeah. taking it, and he was like really happy okay. about it. Yeah. So do you yeah. know you can maybe go through the other beds? Because yeah. I we didn't yeah. I didn't have any yeah. anything else except epidural for two hours. Uh, I, I only had epidural, so the the there is some other stronger medication you can take, like spinal anesthesia cervical anesthesia, pubic anesthesia, and analgesics. Um, I have no idea what all of these are. I mean, I know what they are, but I have never used them, so I really can't mm. say how much they work. But the, I think it's and, and it, everything is kind of like the epidural, just in different parts of your body. Mm. So different parts of your body are kind of under anesthesia. So mm. the epidural takes away the pain or the feeling from most of your body. So the lower part, the whole lower part, like legs and everything. And the... And the other ones don't. But the so, pubic anesthesia works, you know, in that area. So I don't think epidural really helps there unless you take a lot of it. I, for mm. me, no. I took I took only uh, always only one epidural. I got it like maybe half an hour before both mm. babies arrived. And for me, it was complete numbness. Mm. I didn't feel any pain. Really? Any pain, just like the, the pushing sensation. I felt mm. the pushing, but there was not like this, I don't know, this burning feeling or this like... Pain, pain. Oh, that sounds so for nice. Me, <laughs> so for me, I have to say, I can remember with the second one that I was in so much pain and I was waiting for the epidural and she told me, no, if you take it, if you don't take it, the baby's going to come now. But I was in so much panic in my head that I was like, I can't give birth without the epidural. So I took it, but then I was completely They still cold. gave it to you. They gave it to me. Yeah. Oh. It was the la But I couldn't even get the whole one. I got like yeah. half of it. But it, it worked and it calmed me no. completely down and I was like 100% kind of ready in my head mm. and I wasn't like drugged or anything else. So for me that helped, but mm. I didn't feel anything like uh, except okay. the pushing. It was for me, it was amazing. Yeah. For me, the epidural, like it lasted for two hours. Then the second time they gave me epidural, that's the second mistake they did. It only worked on half of my body. So mm. uh, I, was numb. I was numb on my... Um, left uh, part but i could feel everything on my right ah. side which in a way was even worse because yeah. it was so weird because it's so disproportionate okay, pain you know at least like before. but did you mention it to them of course i did but they can't do anything about yeah, it they, they, like, they can't. Well, i don't know they didn't do anything okay. about it and well, in some, then, in some uh, cases they can because it depends where the because actually it's really weird because they, you didn't get a new puncture wound in your no. back you just have one yeah. so theoretically that shouldn't have happened because that sometimes happens when the puncture wound isn't perfectly in place and then it can happen that mm. you only feel it on one side or another but then they can still like uh, do something yeah, about they it they didn't do anything about it yeah. and then i really in my birth plan i wrote that i really want to have that pubic anesthesia and by the time you know maybe they were considering like giving me more epidural 
um, because I was having so much pain and it didn't work properly. And then she like checks. She's like, "Oh no, you gotta you gotta push now." And I'm like, "No, no, I'm not gonna push." <laughs> so it was like it was a pretty um, yeah. Uh, eventually, I think my birth was actually exactly how it is in the movies. <laughs> so, like, I screamed as much as you can imagine, you know, when screaming in a movie. Oh, yeah, it's quite interesting so. that they gave it to you still uh, half an hour be- before. Yeah, that's uh, why I, arrived I also it. think yeah. it's really interesting because it they was, didn't do that with they, me. They, they like, asked me, and she told me, I can remember, because I wasn't, like, on any drugs before that, and she told me, like, if you, if you don't take it, the baby's coming now. But I was in so much pain... Uh, and I think, like I said, I think I just, you know, like uh, mentally wasn't prepared. Yeah. So I was like, give me whatever you can now. And she was like, it's going to stall it. And I was like, I don't care. But I, I, I arrived to the hospital with the second one and I was so sure I won it because I already with the first one, I kind of wanted it uh, when, when the pain got worse. But then we arrived to the hospital and I had already pushing contractions. But for the second one, I arrived to the hospital and I was quite fine not really contractions yet at least not painful and we were still laughing like this is so different than the, uh, with the first one and when I got to the uh, examination room and this is again I think this kind of like it made me feel safe like I was finally there because it was really busy and they didn't know if they have actually a midwife for me but then I felt actually safe and it, that again kick-started uh, the, the contractions and she told me that yeah well uh, you're not gonna think, have any time, but yeah, I was. The, the problem I think uh, is that uh, because I wanted to have an epidural, they set me up for it, so I had uh, the catheter okay. in mm. and everything mm. yeah. uh, for it. So they just had to push it in. Oh, okay. Nothing yeah, else. I was. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Mm. Yeah, if you come okay. in and you don't. But I had it, and they didn't do it. Well, mm. Anyway, <laughs> I was lucky. Yeah, enough of the pain. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we were no, we were still talking about uh, birth options that you can also put in in the birth plan mm. so let's let's talk about what there is because i had two different ones and i really really want to mention um i i wanted also the first one basically come to come on the the stool but then uh yeah as i mentioned a couple of times i had already pushing contractions when arriving there and i was in no place to to still change the position so i would gave birth half sitting and that really screwed with my back that's anyway already in a um bit poor condition so that's uh that wasn't the best best way to give birth and the second second one then came on the stool and that was actually uh quite nice it it quite natural because it gravity. Uh, has the, the gravity yeah uh how how did it go for it's you interesting yeah. i was in a totally like um maybe unnaturally but this sitting laying and for me that was the best i can yeah. remember in with the first one they wanted to try out different positions and both me and the baby didn't like it, <laughs> so I I just like you see in the movies when you yeah. when you sit yeah. there uh, or like laying. For me, that was the the, the best. Actually, way. for me too. And it's interesting because in the classes, in the like preparation classes, um, everybody kind of highlighted the fact that you don't have to give birth On in that back. position. Yeah, yeah. You know, that is the position that, that is the position that they want you to give birth because it's, it's the easy. easiest mm. one for the midwife, but you don't have to do it. You have so many options. And then I guess I was a little bit like biased that, oh, this must be the wrong position or it's, it's not the natural position, you know? So maybe I probably want to do it in a different way. And I tried different ways, and eventually I was like, no, this is the best way. <laughs> but, that's, but that's good, like, if you have the chance to try it out, try and out that they don't so make great. you, like, lie, lie there on, on your back or, or yeah, half yeah. sitting. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, for me, that was definitely not good. But you can also give birth on your side, 
or then yeah. uh, then on all yeah. fours or even yeah. um the thing where you can hang yeah. it. <laughs> yeah but i also want like one thing that was in my birth plan that like didn't happen was um the bath so mm-hmm. like i would have wanted to be in a water i didn't want to give birth in the water but i wanted to like be in the water before i got epidural but mm-hmm. that never happened but it is possible in in helsinki to give birth in the water yeah, and also is, in the espo es- es- hospital is, yeah yes, it wasn't have, possible in Tampere when yeah. i gave birth the first time many, but it now is also. Mm-hmm. now we had one in the second birthing room there was one but i never got to yeah. use it mm-hmm. So maybe let's uh, finish this off with uh, actually talking a little bit about what happens at the hospital after you give birth. So where, where, what are your options? Where can you stay? What is offered, especially in Helsinki area? And mm. uh, yeah, what did what did you go through? Where where did you stay? Mm. Well, first of all, you can stay uh, usually up to two hours in the uh, birthing room, take a shower and and get ready. You get a, a meal and uh, eat and drink a little bit um, then you can stay either in a in a family room uh, it's it depends on the on the hospital in Tampere for example there were uh, family rooms in the uh, in, in the hospital if one is free we were lucky one just got free for my f- first birth um, then in the Espo hospital, for example, they, all the rooms are basically single slash family rooms. So uh, the partner can stay there on this kind of uh, uh, couch. And uh, then there are shared rooms that you share with another mom and baby. And the family nest in, in the hotel, basically. So in, in the bigger cities, there there's this uh, family hotel where you can stay after birth and you have to stay in the hospital for six hours after birth before you're allowed to go to the hotel and only if everything went uh, fine and uh, after six hours they have a checkup for mom and baby uh, if it's okay to go to the host- uh, to the hotel. Yeah, that's what, what uh, we had the for the second birth. After the second birth we were in for six hours in the birthing room and then they came to pick us up with the cab, with the hospital cab um, and then they took us to the to the hotel which is around the corner mm. in Helsinki it's the Skandik at Tölentulli yeah and they also and uh, provide the car seat for the baby they also provide the car yeah. seat yes there so you don't have to take it at that one with you so they drive you there and then in the hospital the whole second floor is kind of like a hospital ward there is uh, nurses there midwives I assume, or maybe not mm. midwives maybe just nurses and a doctor in place and the hotel rooms look like hotel rooms it there. is actually a hotel it actually yeah. is a hotel yeah. you and you also go to the breakfast you and go the, to the breakfast <laughs> and you can also get lunch and dinner actually from the buffet yeah. from the hotel, hotel yeah and it was weird didn't it wasn't it weird like you just gave birth and you breakfast. went with the hotel guests to the breakfast yes. i felt really I can, strange <laughs> i can remember it was it was a bit weird especially because i still had i didn't even notice that like these stickers on my back that were holding oh, the epidural yeah. in place and so on and of course, I was just wearing whatever, like some sweatpants. So it was a bit weird, but uh, on the other hand, it was kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, there's also a play area for older siblings when they come, because the the um, siblings and the your partner can stay with you during the yeah. nighttime there, or like they can stay twenty four seven. Yeah. So uh, we didn't do that. Like my partner went back home. He was there, and because our older son was already asleep there, so we didn't wanna bother him. And the next morning we already went home, so um, yeah. But for the first uh, birth, I stayed actually in a shared room. Oh, how was that? Yeah, uh, I was first really stressed because we of course hoped for a family room, first baby, everything. I wanted Mikael to be there with me all the time, and it was it was first weird. 
uh, especially because the other baby was crying all the night, yeah. and my baby wasn't, so I was a bit annoyed. I was just like, please go to sleep. Like I want to sleep. My baby's asleep, so just sleep. But uh, we also went home like the one day after, so it wasn't mm. that bothersome. And mm. mom was nice, but. It was very Finnish in that sense that like we didn't talk or anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, like my partner could yeah. come visit. I think it was between like nine and seven p.m. Like nine a.m. to seven p.m. And he was then there, of course, with me as much as he could be mm. during the first day before we went home. But was um, there a reason why you were in the shared room with your first one? There was no space. Okay. Yeah. It was super in the filled. hotel, neither. Uh, we couldn't go uh -huh. to the hotel because um, my water broke so much earlier with mm. the first one before he was born, so there was risk of infection, so we couldn't go. Yeah. And also because I had the placenta manually removed, yeah. so I went to the mm. surgery kind of mm. for that, uh, so I wasn't allowed to, to yeah. leave the hospital yet. So typically family rooms are assigned to first-time first parents, parents, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, there's the limited amount of them, except in, in Espo. Espo. Yeah, yeah, every room is a family room. But we um, were in Helsinki, and we we had a family room. Yeah, it was just a nice room, you know, like a hotel room, I guess, is, but is a hospital like a room. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like a hotel room. It's yeah. a it's, it's a, it's a private room hospital too. room. Yeah. yeah. Did the the in Tampere, for example, it was it was just a double hotel uh, hostel. Hospital. No, a hospital. <laughs> so many similar like, words. Hospital room, you know, with two yeah. hospital beds, okay, uh, curtains that you could close, and the well, partner. the other one was okay. for the partner. So it was basically a room that they could also use for yeah. two uh, patients, but they. Actually, one thing that came out to my mind, what uh, what was going on in the in the hotel, so in the family nest, is that every room. First of all, it looks like a hotel room. It has the hotel bed and, and everything, yeah. but then you get this iPad. Yes. I got this yeah. iPad where you can communicate with the nurse. You can yeah. send her like questions or messages if you need help, if you need some, if you want something or need something or the baby needs something. Uh, and I think that's and they also sent you a message. And they uh, also send uh, yeah. a message like, oh, no, I don't know, in half an hour it's time for your baby's checkup yeah. and so on. Or they send it in the middle of the night and then they, they actually uh, got really mad because this was the time when I just had fallen asleep and <laughs> I didn't notice the message and I came way too late for this checkup. They were a bit mad, but yeah, that that was really cool. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah. I still wanted to mention about the uh, moving to the host, uh, to the hotel, that uh, since it was really busy night for us, they wanted us out of the uh, birthing room after two hours, and I was totally fine. So um, we got a stroller for the baby, and we walked <laughs> to the to the osasto, the, to the ward. Hot, yeah, to the ward. And uh, next to the kitchen there, there is this um, room where there's two uh, separate areas, like with with a bed and then um, a chair for the partner. You can close the curtain and you can stay there until the six hours are over. Like for yeah. us, it was in the middle of the night. He was born at 11 and we had to stay and then until five in the morning uh, and then only could go to the to the ho hotel. Mm. So that, well, that was you mentioned yeah that you get food in the in the delivery room and stay there up to two hours. But we actually they left us there for five hours. They didn't check um, the baby at all. It was really busy, but it was pretty kind of like scary for us. Uh, typically, they would have to check the baby after two hours and then after four hours. And you also need to get some kind of lunch or food, you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't eat no. for like 14 hours at Whoa. that time. And uh, 
but we didn't get any food and they also didn't remember us and up until like five hours later so that can happen too <laughs> that sounds thing horrible that actually came to my mind now what we forgot to mention and that is really common in other countries is um that you get in finland you don't get this before you start giving birth when you get to the hospital you don't get the um, uh how do you <laughs> i don't know the the medical term but when clean when you they, up with yeah. water so you don't poop <laughs> yes exactly oh, they, they give you yeah. all this uh, cleanage of the of the, yeah. the, the intestines intestines yeah, yeah. so you don't poop during giving birth huh. and in finland they do not do yeah, that they don't. No, and no. you can actually also eat during the whole birth no. unless they suspect that you yeah. could maybe need a c-section yeah. but until a certain point you can you can eat and drink mm. and, yeah. and drink and mm. i can remember that i was having like cookies and sandwiches just like an hour before giving birth and i love that because I read some things about like abroad that, for example, you're not allowed to eat, mm. and I was so scared. Like, how am I gonna like, give birth and have energy if I don't eat for like ten mm. hours? It's oh. crazy. Yeah, I mm. I couldn't eat. Um, sorry to mention this, but <laughs> <laughs> like my 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 birth experience was like a lot of puking. Like that's something that really surprised me. I was just like puking all the time. <laughs> okay. Not, <laughs> not, not nice. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we can skip that. But, yeah. uh, yeah, but that's something just that came to my mind. That's maybe mm, yeah. in different uh, countries and cultures mm, different, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's good to know. So yeah. pooping yeah. and puking—that's the ending <laughs> of our episode. <laughs> Hopefully not. Like, no, not yet. Uh, the end. I I still wanted to mention the um, visiting policy of the hospitals. Uh, in other countries, it's quite common that uh, the whole family comes <laughs> to visit uh, the and newborn the and to the room and. Uh, actually, that's not the case in Finland. In the hotel, uh, you can get visitors, like basically as much as you want. But uh, remember, you're in Finland. Yeah, it's not common to have <laughs> like, like ten people come yeah. visit you once, like maybe one and, or two. But yeah, uh, but in the in the hospitals, it's actually not not. I mean, even uh, without Corona in in Tampere, it was completely forbidden. I didn't ask actually here in the Helsinki in, area. In Helsinki, it's, uh, there is a cafe on another floor. So mm. you can't have visitors on the ward mm. except for your partner and I think like your parents, like somebody that is super, mm. like the nearest, the closest. And your family. kids, like other and kids. And your kids, yeah. yes, exactly. But otherwise, there is a cafe that is on the upper floor uh, where you can go with the baby uh, and you can go there. There's, like I said, a cafe so you can eat something, drink something, and mm. there you can have visitors. Mm. I can remember mm. my best friend came to visit me after. I gave birth for the first time, and it was it was a bit weird being yeah. there, but uh, yeah. it was it was also nice. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I, uh, the family rooms are on that floor, so we ah, were okay. on the floor mm. with the oh, cafe. With the cafe. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So could you have like guests all the time, so to say? Or well, no, at the cafe. At the cafe, cafe also. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that was that was quite a surprise to me. And first it was weird, but then actually uh, after giving birth, I was quite happy that it's I could nice. just tell that you no, you're not allowed to visit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we have reached now the end of our episode and uh, I hope you're still with us. Uh, this is probably one of our longest episodes. Um, so one thing we can definitely say is that a birth uh, is a very different experience uh, for every woman. It can be a scary experience, but as they say, you really do forget about it. <laughs> so if we leave you with that. And don't forget to check the links in our blog article. And if you liked the episode and like our podcast, then please do leave us a review, uh, send us messages and follow us on social media. Talk to you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.